This is Music Radio Creative, Episode 7. Music Radio Creative, podcast with Mike Russell. Hello, this is Mike Russell from musicradiocreative.com. In this episode, you'll be able to listen to some of the new sung jingles available to order online now from Music Radio Creative. I'll also talk about the future of sung jingles, why you should have a sung jingle if you have an internet radio station or podcast. And sung jingles aren't just for radio stations. I'll tell you how other people can use sung jingles too before the end of the episode. Hello, this is Mike Russell. Welcome to the podcast. And I've even got my own custom acapella to introduce myself this week. Mike Russell. What an ego boost to hear your name sung. I don't know, maybe it's just my background in commercial radio, but there's always a dream there for any radio presenter to hear their name sung. And I had a conversation with a colleague of mine. He worked for one of the BBC local stations, and he said, I was next on the list to get my name sung in a fully produced sung jingle. And it never happened. They always missed me out on the sessions. He said perhaps it was because I had an awkward name with too many syllables in it. But anyway, funny story. And it's true, actually, isn't it, how exciting it is to hear your own name or your own brand sung. So more about custom acapella which in fact are musical jingles without the instrumental backing coming up later on in the podcast. I'll also talk to you more about sung jingles, how you can use them and whether they're relevant in today's audio world because I'd like to start off with a little bit of a controversial story. Are sung jingles dead? Now I'll leave you just to ponder that question in your mind for a moment. Now, the reason I ask you this question is because at the time of creating this podcast, Radio 1, a popular radio station from the BBC in the UK aimed at a young demographic, are going through a transition phase. And they're leaving behind a very well-loved and respected breakfast show hosted by self-confessed radio anorak, Chris Moyles. Now, he loved his sung jingles. In fact, the show almost revolved around creating sung jingles uh, from everything like his brand new cheesy song, which would wake up the nation every morning with three and a half minutes of pure cheese right the way through uh, to his old fashioned jingles and drop ins and acapellas that he'd use on his show. The new breakfast show, however, is going to be completely different. Now, BBC Radio 1 have chosen to outsource this production work to an external company, so they've created an opportunity to bid, uh, which is in the form of a PDF file that you can download and read for yourself at home. And in that production brief, quite interestingly, they've written this line, Please steer clear of sung jingles and variants of breakfast themes and identities past and present. So they're obviously going for something new and young and edgy, alternative and fresh. But the question is, why no sung jingles? Interesting. Uh, It's been a hot debate all over the internet. This uh, story has gone pretty much viral recently at the time of recording this podcast with lots of comments on jingle forums and on the Music Radio Creative blog as well, which you can read at musicradiocreative.com slash jingles. Now... I don't know what your opinion is on sung jingles. The debate that I've seen seems to be that this is a bad move for Radio 1. But then you have to ask you a question. They're a young-sounding, fresh station. Can they get away with simple voice imaging and instrumental music, perhaps? Well, perhaps that is the way to go. And you look at stations like BBC Radio 2, which is the most popular radio station in the United Kingdom, I believe, according to recent figures. And they have sung jingles all the way. So perhaps it's just a case of Radio 1 going for that young audience and having that fresh sound without what may be perceived as old-fashioned sung jingles in the mix. 
What are your thoughts on BBC Radio 1 in the UK dropping sung jingles from their new breakfast show? Go and have your say on the Music Radio Creative blog, which you can find at musicradiocreative.com slash jingles. Now, coming up in just a moment, I'll tell you why, if you're a podcaster, you should be using a jingle on your podcast. That's after this short jingle break. Rock jingles from Music Radio Creative. Male vocals. Jingles. Type in your script and order online. MusicRadioCreative.com. There you go. That's our rock jingle from Music Radio Creative. And you can have your own personal script sung to the tune of that rock jingle. Just head to MusicRadioCreative.com slash music dash jingles and you'll find there in the list the rock jingle that you can customize online right now. Now. Podcasting and the use of jingles. Why on earth, if you're a personal podcaster, should you have your own sung jingle on that podcast? Well, of course, first of all and foremost, it's branding your podcast in the mind of your listener. Now, you may already have created a fantastic podcast with a great community and following around it, a fantastic website with lots of interaction, but you can take it even further, take it up a notch with a sung jingle, which will brand your podcast in the mind of the listener. Now, I believe we're just on the edge of critical mass, and in the next one to three years, we're going to see a massive increase in not only people podcasting, but people listening to podcasts. All the arrows are pointing towards this platform taking off. For instance, Apple have created their own podcasts app, which indicates they're taking podcasting far more seriously, in my opinion, and I'm hoping when iOS 6 appears, it'll be one of those permanent icons on the front page of your iPhone that you can't delete. You know those really annoying icons like the newsstand? Now, I understand if you like reading a lot of newspapers, you might find that useful, uh, but I like to hide it away, I think, on about the fifth screen, really. So yes, please, Apple, make the podcasts app an unerasable app. That would be absolutely fantastic. Stitcher, Smart Radio. Now, there's a fantastic startup company uh, that really got going a few years ago. Uh, but they're based in San Francisco and they are building radios into cars that can listen to podcasts. This is massive. You know, the only reason I believe now anyone would really listen to an FM radio is if they've got it on in the background at work. They've got it on in the kitchen or perhaps they're driving in the car to get somewhere because, of course, FM radio is fortunate in the fact that anyone can listen to it in their car because it's there as standard. And uh, certainly in the UK, I'm sure in some other countries, they tried to do an interesting experiment with digital radio that didn't quite work out. I was a digital radio broadcaster for a while, did the Drive Time show on Capital Life, which was um, a national station from the GCAP Media Corporation, uh, which has now turned into Global Radio. Anyway, they uh, shut that all down. God, it was quite a while ago now that it all started to fade away, probably about 2006, 2007, when that experiment kind of lost its momentum. They didn't sell that many digital units, and of course, they didn't get into cars, which was a real big point, because once you get that radio inside a car, I believe you're right on the edge of critical mass there. And podcasting is going that way. Uh, so... My point here is that podcasting is going to become a heck of a lot more competitive going forward. Yes, we're already going up against the big boys as individual podcasters, so you've got to make sure you sound good. And with my background in commercial radio, I know a little bit about audio production, how to put a show together, and how to tease and trail a show so that people 
keep listening and decide to tune in next week because of course your job is not done when the podcast ends you want to give the listener a reason to stay and come back and download your next episode that's the whole point and of course everything's instant in podcasting you can see the graph right in front of you as soon as you've published the episode uh, which we certainly can't say for traditional radio so make sure you sound professional Get yourself a jingle at the start, at the end. Get yourself a few beds to talk over. Make sure that there's no issue with the music licensing. And of course, if you buy any audio production from musicradiocreative.com, we take care of all the licensing for you. So you don't need to worry or feel that you might be threatened with legal action for using music that you shouldn't on your podcast. It's all taken care of for you. If I could give you one tip when buying music and jingles, whichever production company you choose to go with, always check exactly how you will be liable if you play their audio on a web broadcast or podcast. Because after all, it is a broadcast. When you hit that publish button, it's out there for the world. You are performing that music, so you need to make sure there are no issues with any performing rights society around the world on the music you play. Many production companies are licensed to create audio production, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the end user is covered to play that audio. I know it's a really strange thing the way that works, but you definitely need to make sure you're not going to fall into any trouble. And that's why I believe all audio production companies should be completely transparent on this issue. Coming up next, I talk about audio processing for your podcast. That's our feel-good jingle. It's almost like a Golden Oldies jingle, isn't it, with all the strings in there? Absolutely lovely. You can customise that and buy that online. Now, if you've got a podcast, make sure you had a little bit of audio processing, maybe just some EQ, a little bit of light compression, just to make your podcast sound more professional. I had a wonderful discussion just the other week on the Podcasters Roundtable. Very fortunate to be invited on that by Ray, the podcast helper. I'll link to his website in the show notes at musicradiocreative.com slash podcast slash double. 07, and we were talking all about audio processing for your podcast on a fantastic Google Hangout. In my opinion, it's essential that you get yourself a good microphone first and foremost, and that you also process your audio well on the podcast, so that when someone hits the play button, as they're going through iTunes or Stitcher or Zune, uh, they can hear that your podcast sounds good. That's the first thing. If it sounds good, I might keep listening, and then if the content's good, that will hook me in. But it's far harder to hook someone in if you've got great content but really poor audio quality. You may well have the best podcast out there in the iTunes directory, but if it sounds bad from the start, people aren't going to stick around. And I remember when I first got into podcasting in a big way, I started listening to a lot of podcasts, and I found some fantastic podcasts that way just by browsing through the iTunes library. And I remember one day finding this amazing podcast. The artwork looked fantastic. They'd spent a lot of time getting that right. The description was absolutely perfect. And all the subject titles of the episodes looked like bits that I was interested to hear about. So I thought, this is going to be great. And actually, I jumped the gun. I hit subscribe immediately and downloaded about three or four episodes onto my iPhone. Just after I'd done that, I started to listen to the first podcast. And the guy was using what I can only imagine was a Skype headset because it sounded like he was on AM radio talking about podcasting. And, you know, I really couldn't stick with him, although what he was saying was fantastic. I just couldn't stick with it. So there's a tip. Make sure your audio is good and check out the podcasters roundtable to see me on the discussion board talking about processing your audio on podcasts. Now, another short jingle break. Let's play our pop jingle. Great hits, more music, the Smart FM. 
Just ahead of my final sung jingle tips and tricks, I wanted to play a little bit of feedback that's come into the show. First of all, this voicemail from Ghana. Hello, Mr. Mike. I am Kwame Adu from Ghana, and I listen to your podcast from musicradiocreative.com. I love your tutorials on YouTube. Keep it up, man. God bless you. Well, it's an honor to hear from you, sir, and I know that radio is up to really good things at the moment across the whole of Africa. We will watch that continent with interest because I tell you, radio is really starting to take off in many parts of Africa right now. Now, also, it seems that Canada discovered the podcast just this week, as I've had a flurry of feedback and iTunes reviews. A big hello to Kyron Mountain in Canada, who says if you're into audio production, podcasting, or just enjoy the audio format, this is the show. It's not long, nor is Mike long-winded. He knows what he's talking about, and if he doesn't, he admits it. I can't wait to join this community. Please keep it up. He's also sent me an email, and in his email, he mentions that he's created his own podcast, and it's really interesting. I will link to it in the show notes. It's all about World of Warcraft, which I have absolutely no knowledge on, and I tried to listen to the podcast. Uh, Kyron is uh, an audio producer based in Canada, and it shows because the production values of his podcast are excellent. But listening to what he talks about, completing the level by talking to the bearded monster... You may as well be speaking a foreign language, but the main thing is the podcast sounded good. So go and check it out. I'll link to it in the show notes. That's it for this week's podcast. If you did enjoy it, please head over and leave a review in the iTunes store or just simply head over to musicradiocreative.com slash podcast and leave a comment in the show notes. I really would appreciate it. And of course, every comment and review helps to raise the visibility of the podcast and it helps more people to discover exactly what we're getting up to. Radio jingles from Music Radio Creative. Finally, I'd like to wrap up this podcast by telling you that Sung Jingles are not just for radio shows, radio stations, radio presenters. DJs can use them too. Yes, that's right. If you're on the decks, I'll show you exactly how you can use the Sung Jingle. It's in the show notes for this episode at musicradiocreative.com slash podcast slash 007. Find out how to use an acapella. Also, if you want an insight into how a sung jingle is put together, I give you just a small glance into the process of making a sung jingle. That's also on my YouTube channel, and you can check that out in the show notes for this podcast. I'll be back next week, and as always, I like to shake the podcast up and change it each week to make it fresh for your ears. So I'm going to have an interesting guest on, a chap by the name of Ben Adam Smith. He's just started doing his own podcast, and we're going to find out his experience of that. But also, he's a fantastic interviewer. He can do great interviews, and he's going to offer some of his techniques on next week's podcast. Radio Jingle.